0: Blog Talk Radio. Sunday, everybody. Welcome to Sunday. Oh, (laughs) happy Saturday. Wow, my brain. I was thinking Saturday, too. She's fried. Tell everyone you're fried. Just
1: admit it. It's
0: okay. I am completely drained. That is true. Completely drained. But happy Saturday. It's Saturday. You know why? It's because I always play tantalum on Friday. Right. And I played somewhere else and it's thrown off my whole. Because you
1: normally play this place on Saturday. Right. So to you, it would feel like a Sunday. Right. Okay. And I normally play Boathouse on Sunday. Right. And you're playing it your on Saturday. I it today. So, what sing- Cinco de Mayo does to a singer's career? And
0: a sober Cinco de Mayo. So, I, I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Upper Volume. Mm-hmm. I'm here with my mom this morning and we are actually together in the same room, which is rare. She's, she's taking a little break from. Everything. She was just in South Dakota helping friend and um now she's back and out of the snow. Yeah, and right. Snow. May
1: first snow in South Dakota. Soon fall. This beautiful though.
0: Glad to be glad to have her back and I know she's glad to be back. Yeah,
1: it's my birthday weekend. Woo woo. We're gonna be on
0: the water today and having a, a Mother's Day slash birthday celebration, girls' day tomorrow. Yes,
1: can't wait.
0: So we're really excited and um yeah. We've been up for a few hours and we're just enjoying our day.
1: Yep. And it's really nice. If you haven't checked out the cute little video that my daughter shared with me that I put on the Paleo Boss Lady page, if you want to just have a morning start with joy, go check out the video of the young man who's under anesthesia (laughs) after having his wisdom teeth out with his dad.
0: And it's funny, but it's Mm -hmm. also um, just.
1: A great message, it's a
0: great message. He's you know, this this guy's just so, you know, he doesn't remember anything, and he wakes up and his dad's telling him he's got a mom, a dad, a sisters, and like the more he hears about his life, the happier he gets. At the end of it, it ends with, Wow, my life is perfect! Yeah, um, I mean, our kids, all three kids are here. Yeah, we got a lot of dogs in, in the neighborhood today, and um, we have a lot of exciting stuff. We have Nikki Benjamin with us this morning, I'm really excited. She's you know, be a longtime friend of my mom's and mine, and then we're
1: just we're so excited. To and get when it. we met Nikki, she was like Miss Music Exec, working crazy hours all day, all night. Now she's living her best life. Yeah, she took some time, went and lived on an island, and came back like a newer, different version of herself. But really, the person that I always knew, but because she was so busy working, it was hard to get to see that. And now that's what you get to meet first. And it's really um, joyful. And um, we have Nikki to thank for um, my, uh, my wardrobe this year that I get compliments on everywhere I go. And I'm like, yeah, my friend Nikki gave me those. My friend Nikki gave me those. So uh, if I'm looking, you know, a bit styling, it's because of Nikki Benjamin. So we have to, like, give her some street cred for her. Unbelievable sense of fashion, art. And that's what we're going to talk about, how photography, art, and her passion-driven life that she's really been embarking on You're strong. Business. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about, how you, you know, make that transition from, you know, the life that most people would die to live to turning it into a passion-driven life. And I'm going to talk about purpose, finding the purpose to to tap that passion. Awesome.
0: I have, you know, I've been doing more, more and more I've been doing, I think this year, kind of um, like a news update um, on music and not necessarily picking one thing unless, you know, I do have recaps of of big festivals for you guys and recaps of big award shows for you guys. Um, But there's so many festivals going on right now and so many albums coming out that I feel like that's the majority of my podcast these days. And let me know if you guys like that format. Um, It's just what I have. There's so much in the music industry that I can only compile into, you know, a 15, 20-minute segment. So I really try to make the most of it. Um, I realize that there's notes. On my notes. This is what happens when you work with your mom in the morning. There are now notes on my notes. So I have a lot of no's and your mom rules and you're an ass all over my page, which is awesome. And she also put herself on the playlist. So stay tuned for that. Um, i got a couple of exciting things for you. The Austin City Limits lineup, 2017. This is uh, this is a new show. Um, Austin is a great area. I think to have a festival in, obviously they have South by Southwest there, um, and it's just a, such a cool city. And I'm excited to hear about this. It's going to be October 6th through the 8th, um, what and a op- great time of year to go. Yeah, perfect. Cooled off, um, and October 13th through 15th, um, Jay Z is is headlining this, um, which is awesome. You guys know he always says Made in America. This is, that's usually the only head, a, a tour that he headlines. Um, but he's also headlining this mm-hmm. one. It's also going to be Chance the Rapper. Sorry, there's like a sucks next to it and like a no. But anyway, there's Chance the Rapper, <laughs> Gorillaz, Solange, Run the Jewels, Ice Cube, Thundercat, and a lot more. I can't get through this. I can't get through this. I'm trying, guys. But... She's making me laugh. Okay, so um, a
1: <laughs> lot, lot of fun things going on there. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just
0: closing doors. <laughs> okay. So that, again, is October 6th through the 8th and 13th through 15th. TLC has a
1: new album. I'm so excited about that.
0: And you guys remember when I covered um, – their Kickstarter that they had done, which... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Not only helps with the project, but it also helps them to help with the title. So, kind of hilarious. They're going with the title,
1: TLC. So... Aww, um, but I, doing, I feel like that's like a little tribute to Left Eye in some strange way in my world. Yeah. It's definitely going to be... Um,
0: it, it should be really awesome. The new single just came out called Haters. Um, it's all about ignoring negative people and living your best life. So... Damn. Yeah. Awesome. I believe Snoop Dogg is on the track too. He's featured. So that that's uh, in a remix. So check that out. Um, a lot of favorites in that. Kendrick Lamar's album. We have been talking about it for weeks now, guys. I got you pressed before it came out. I gave you the first singles. I told you what was happening and we had the update last or two weeks ago where all the top 10 selling singles were all off that album which was one of the first times since I, I think a Beyonce album um, so Kendrick Lamar's Damn is certified platinum now, only been out like a
2: month, unbelievable, unreal
0: um, and yeah I, I have some other exciting that, that I just want to say congratulations to him um, he does have some dates going on so please stay tuned for that, look on Ticketmaster and always playing Staples Center for you guys in LA um, in August so definitely look that up. Um, I hope I know how to say this. Karun Dita, Art Music and Arts Festival. Um, oh, pro- pronounced Karun dia Yeah, Dia. Okay. I said it the right way. Okay. Chance the Rapper is going to be headlining this one. Um, this is going to be, that's a great
1: question. Central it? Hall,
0: Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Central Hall, Pennsylvania. Thank you. Uh, Penns Cave and Wildlife Park. Check that out. Chance the Rapper is going to be headlining with Paramore, Leon Bridges, and the Revivalists. Um, those are just a few acts that have been announced. There's a lot more acts that they're they're waiting to announce. Um, I believe there's also going to be uh, John Legend, Chromia, Lissakara. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Tickets are $249 for general admission, and 649 VIP, all plus fees, and you can get a full list of the performers. The roots are also going to be there. Um, it's, it's going, DMCE is going to be there. It's going to be awesome. So check that out. I, I bet they've listed a date, but unfortunately on what I'm looking right now, there's no date listed. But please go to carondina.com, K A R O O and it's she, July 21st and July 22nd. Oh, she found it. July 21st and July 22nd. Again, that's in Central Hall, Pennsylvania. Um, also want to tell you guys, I Badu just announced the 2017 World Tour. Go check out Ticketmaster for that. That's just a short update for you guys, as well as Janet Jackson. I know she had her last two tours that she announced she had to cancel or postpone or cancel halfway through. Uh, And that's due to life and having a baby and all that great stuff. She is now going on a state-of-the-world tour. Um, I'm not sure if it's a world tour or a nationwide tour, but I want you guys to go check at Ticketmaster right now because this is going to be hot. 56 dates will run from September to December. So go check that out. Um, Really excited to see Janet doing her thing. And uh, now I got the playlist for you guys. Okay, so I always, I feel like I always wrap up quicker, and I always feel like I need to, like, rush through it, and then I end up getting through it too quickly. But whatever, we have a lot of stuff to do today. I know my mom's got some stuff about purpose for you, and Nikki Benjamin's here, so um, we'll have nothing short of a a great show, regardless. Um, I put TLC Haters at number five. Check that out. Um, And it says Ice Cube is in this this, uh, Austin City Limits lineup. I, I... Woke up this morning thinking today was a good day. So I got Ice Cube on Today Was a Good Day. Chance the Rapper coming in at number three with Chain Smoker, Kendrick Lamar featuring George Clinton and Thundercat, Crazy lineup. Um, coming in at number two for uh, Wesley Theory. And number one, I put Jay-Z because he's not been on my playlist for a long time. And it's my own fault. I put can't knock the hustle because I don't know if you guys saw on Jimmy Fallon, but um, The Roots and um, Mary J. Blige did an awesome cover of Love Yourself, um, which was amazing, and I was thinking about Mary J. today, so once I heard Jay-Z was headlining Austin City Limits, I was thinking about Mary J., and that's why Can't Knock the Hustle came out um, at number one, so that's my that's my logic that I shared with okay, you guys. Okay, good. Thanks for that. So yeah.
1: So what do you got for us? Tell us about a little purpose and <clears throat> how to live your life, your passion-filled life. Well, it's interesting because I just got back from uh, the beginning of a 41-city tour, which took me up to the Pacific Northwest, and a lot of the people. Yeah, A tremendous amount of um, learning happened in that journey. And um, then I was in South Dakota for a week helping a friend uh, who actually has decided to move to L.A., which just by process of the way things are, when you move from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to Los Angeles, uh, the amount of space that you're going to be living in is greatly going to decrease because we have limited room here in Los Angeles and I'm her minimalist friend. So I flew out there, she flew me out there to help her begin the first stage of minimalism. And um, that is very physically and psychologically um, taxing journey, whether you're the one getting rid of the stuff or not. So um that was actually uh, yeah, I can only imagine. a lot of learning happened there and a lot of joy to be able to share with a wonderful friend, such an exciting step in her life and the closing of a chapter. Um, and then I am preparing because on Tuesday I leave for the first retreat that I've ever done as paleo boss lady. And this is a sold out retreat called the hello me retreat. And this has been in the works for a long time. It has. And I'm really excited about it. The place where we're having it in Bozeman, Montana is really this is hopefully the first of many. Um, the, the long-term goal is to do two retreats a year and then potentially to um, host myself at the retreat center for several months out of the year doing revolving mini retreats that you can drop in or come and stay at. That's the ultimate goal here, um, which will be incorporated into the Taken into to the Streets tour. Um,
0: Where can people find out about all this?
1: On paleobosslady.com. But as, as I'm preparing for this tour... Um, you know, I'm doing a lot of of the prep work, and it's really about, it's called a Hello Me Retreat, and it's really about tapping into you, just taking time to shut the rest of the world off and just focus on you, and, you know, the one thing that I find over and over again in the work that I do is the misconception that people have that the reason why I'm the most healed person, one of the most healed person's or maybe the most healed person in the world that we know of from secondary progressive MS, they all think it has to do with food and i have to tell you food is huge part of the equation but it was the last part of the equation for me not the first not the second not in the middle it was the final piece of my puzzle so when i go to live with people the first thing that we usually start talking about is food which is fine because your order is your order to get to your miracle status But they're most often surprised to find that most of my work is a psychological effort because that's the part that is the most important in this journey. And for me, the reason why I get to be a miracle is because I live a purpose-driven life. And the only way that one, you know, we have dogs and we appreciate them. Um, The only way that you can live a purpose-driven life truly is to be able to, you, you need to wake up you need to be totally in touch with your person, your person, your community, your needs, your wants, your desires, your gifts, your joys, your, your sorrows, all of those things. And then to define out of all of that, where does your passion lie? What drives you to wake up with joy and to go to sleep with joy? Uh What drives you to present the best version of you Uh and you know, lately, if you're an American, um, and no matter really what side of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the fence that you stand, there's a heightened awareness in this country right now regarding everything from healthcare, to arms, to freedoms, to everything, um, to yeah. nonprofits we support, to which gun control, abortion, women's rights, uh, the workforce, these are all, you know, global warming you know, pesticides, drugs, healthcare, it's all on fire right now in America. And as someone who lives a purpose driven life and is very conscious, I cannot read a newspaper. I cannot watch television. I cannot read anything on social media. I've probably only heard our president elect's voice maybe a total of 10 full minutes, all during the election and since. The election because I cannot allow that to penetrate my person because that immediately sends me out of balance and makes my purpose driven life become a fear driven life. And I need to live a purpose driven life to present the best version of me. So, how I, a big step in how I handle All of this, in addition to my normal daily life, which is eating properly, getting exercise, meditating, aromatherapy, loving kindness to myself, friends, family, the beach, joy, all of that is that I just make sure that my person looks in the mirror at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. And this isn't literally, this is, I take a personal inventory to make sure that I'm presenting the best version of me. And as long as I'm doing that, that is contagious and that creates change one purpose at a time. One kind act to one person can result in a thousand acts. So my message is that, again, I am a miracle, and I I say it all the time, and I live every day constantly aware of where my life is versus where it was, and it didn't get there because of one thing. It got there because of a combination of things, but the the first thing I had to understand was that I needed to find purpose and that needed to drive my life. And that's why I'm so excited about Nikki Benjamin, because we've known Nikki now for you know about eight or nine years. And, you know, just as she has watched the evolution of us into being our best selves and greatly contributed, we've watched the evolution of Nikki. And again, it's, you know, I guess you all grow to the people that, you know, are, you know, you share things in common, but little, did we ever know that this is, you know, the, the course that was going to be, you know, presented to all of us and to find that, you know, passion is the underlying theme of what we get up and do every day. Nikki from being Nikki and the CEO of that me from being the CEO of the brand paleo boss lady and Nikki now of Foxy mermaid boutique and even still tapping her musical joy. Uh, she did photography. She's got a lot going on. So we're going to what, go to commercial and then, Yeah. And where where can people find out about you? Because you're, like, performing, I think, every day in, like, 30 days. Like, you're really hitting it hard because this is the time of year. Graduation, Mother's Day, Cinco de Mayo, Um, weddings.
0: Yep. Today I'll be at um, Boathouse on the Bay in Long Beach from 2.30 to 6.30. I'll be there. And, uh, you know, every Thursday is... The nice man? The nice guy. Nice guy. The nice guy from 8.30 to 11.30. Um, Friday, next week, I have a private event at, uh, Wilshire Country Club, but the rest of Fridays, um, I'll, I'll see you guys at Tantaloom. Saturdays are going to be at T. Phillips Ale House all the way in Monrovia. Um, yeah, a lot of ex- fun and exciting stuff. You guys can always, always, always check me out on Instagram, Nikki Bo- at Nikki Bovet. Um, go to my website, Nikki-Bove.com. Um, And, uh, you know, just stay tuned for everything. Got a lot of fun exciting stuff for you guys um, to find out about my mom's tour on paleobothlady.com or by following her on Paleo um, on Instagram. We are going to go to a quick commercial break, and we're going to be right back with Nikki Benjamin. Stay tuned, guys. Up Your Volume morning show podcast and the Taking the Streets tour are brought to you by Nativa's. We would like to thank our good friends at Nativa for their support of the Taking It To The Streets Tour. We can't say enough about Nativa products. We adore that Nativa is committed to nurturing vitality by consciously curating the world's finest plant-based organic ingredients. In fact, most of the dishes in our house, found on our kitchen table, are made possible by the fine products from Nativa. For more information on all of their products, go to www.nativa.com. That's N U T I V A.com. And Palm Done Right. You've probably heard the horror stories about palm oil. Orphaned orangutans, rainforests destroyed, smoldering fires that pollute the air. Thankfully, that is not all there is to this tale. There's another happier story that is yet to be told. One where farmers are empowered and communities thrive. One where animals and people are healthy. Where the land flourishes with diversity. And it's called Palm Done Right. Our good friends at Natural Habitats are committed to supporting the community with Palm Done Right. And we are honored to have them supporting the taking it to the street store to learn more, please head to www.palmdunright.com. Again, that's palmdunright.com.
1: Wow. I just learned something in that little break that, you know, I'm obsessed with Bitmojis, like really obsessed with them. And if you're my friend, like you're probably, I only respond now in Bitmojis, like I don't even type word. And I was using it through the app the whole time. And my daughter just told me how to use it in a much easier way. So without further <laughs> ado, I know, I know. She is a bit obsessed. It's a problem. I am. Um, I want to welcome to our show my good friend, well, our good friend, mm-hmm. and someone who's inspired our life journey and been a part of both of our journeys. Um, and my, my good-
0: name twin.
1: Yeah, name twin, although she has a cooler spelling. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does. <laughs> Um, Nikki Benjamin hello Nikki
2: good morning hi
1: guys how you doing
2: I'm doing really well I am so excited to be talking to you guys
1: yeah we're excited to have you on and hopefully it's no surprise to you that we follow a a pretty laid-back format here Um, and you're a dog lover with Dylan so you know what it's like we have three animals here and sometimes they want to participate especially (laughs) Chancy. Last night, I was watching Sister Act with uh, Whoopi Goldberg, which is completely hysterical. And every time the nuns performed on Sister Act, Chant sang with them. It was this really... my dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little singer, so um, hopefully you don't mind when he chimes in. But we're so excited to have you on the show, because um, if you were listening earlier, um, you, you know, Nikki sort of talked about, you know, TLC and their comeback and how they did a crowd fund and... Um, you know, a lot about how Jay Z's always been on top of things, and also, you know, the TLC about how their new singles about living your best life and getting rid of negative people. And, you know, when we first met you, you were living in Venice Beach, California, you know, doing your music stuff life. And then one day, I think we were at James Beach having dinner, and you were like, Yeah, well, I'm going to go move to an island for a little while and just sort of
2: take an inventory, right? Exactly. I just I'd been working so relentlessly in music for I mean, since like the early like the mid nineties. And you know, it was a lot of fun and it was also a lifestyle. And I'm originally from New York City so it's already a fast paced life. And then on top of working in the music industry, I feel like in my twenties my body aged almost double time. So between like working so hard and the intensity of, you know, having to produce, especially in the field of promotion, and then entertaining and running around and just being excited. And, you know, I love music. So, you know, that was at the time a very passion driven uh, selection that I've done, but that I chose but I actually and I'm not sure if you guys know this but in 2004 I kind of felt like I hit my glass ceiling then so I moved to the Caribbean in 2004 before I moved to California but I wasn't quite yeah yeah. so I moved to the island of St. Martin which is like where I feel the most alive and like is my home away from home I think in my former life I must have in a Caribbean queen or something, but I just go there and feel incredible. So 2004, I was there for about five or six months, and I decided that it wasn't quite the time for me to retire. (laughs) I needed to, you know, still figure out what I wanted to do, but I knew that I wanted to live on the beach. And I'm kind of an an impulsive yet laid-back personality, so just one day on the beach, I was floating in the water, and I said, you know what? I'm going to move to California. I'm going to move to the beach. And then literally within two weeks, I because I still had my apartment in New York, wow. I had packed up from – I just brought, like, clothes and stuff to the Caribbean. I packed up the Caribbean, packed up my New York apartment, and was living in California within two weeks of – you know, putting that out into the universe. And yeah. then I got back into music again, just by um, virtue of that's what I did for a living. So, but it right. just was never the same. Like, it just became so corporate. It became just like how you guys like to do a loose format with your show and like live the way that you want to live. I'm very much the same. So I can't, I'm I'm not terrible with authority, but like unnecessary <laughs> inter-office polygons right. like that just does not yeah. do well with me. So it sure. actually physically ails me. So I just could feel myself deteriorating and becoming more anxious and more panicky and just right. all these things that just were not beneficial to my health. So yeah, V and I were sitting at a, local haunt we lived a couple of blocks from each other in venice beach prime real estate to anybody's yeah. life looking from the outside in they would say these two have the life but yeah. it's what you feel in, inside and yeah. i wanted to kind of explore something a little bit deeper and revisit my uh caribbean situation but with a plan i you know, I had been taking photography lessons at the yep. LA Center of Photography, you know, really honing the craft, not just saying, you know, I want to take pictures, but like knowing, like combining my natural eye, right, with actually, you know, technically knowing what I was doing. So I started doing that. And there was an opportunity to go to the Caribbean and work with some bands down there and um, take pictures, which was, a gradual you know collision of two worlds and then you know the path just kept on gathering you know that stone kept on gathering some moss and it just kept on turning into something else into something else and eventually I landed on doing uh, making jewelry and Moved back to the States to help take care of my mom. So now I'm in Houston, so I kind of am like wherever the wind blows me, I just go. I have my little gypsy spirit. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. Let me go see what it's like to live where my mom grew up. When you're a New Yorker, you think that the world is the center. New York is the center of the universe, and everything else just kind of fits in. So I love traveling the world to to. Like, it invigorates me to know that there's different kind of life out there. So, yeah. lifestyles and, like, ways of being and the pressures and the lack of pressure and, you know, of course, the fashion and the style. So, right. currently I'm here in Houston and I started my uh, Foxy Bermade boutique about five or six months ago um but the idea came about 7 or 8 months ago when my container from LA arrived and all of my jewelry was mysteriously missing so like wow. all my good stuff that yeah we won't go into detail about that but i have a couple ideas it was a hard struggle to to live with but then you think like they're just things and yes there must be a reason as to why like that one box of things didn't make it here. Um, So I started taking jewelry classes. I'm very like hands-on want to learn. And I kind Mm -hmm. of evolved with what kind of jewelry I liked. So before it was like dainty little things like gold pieces. But then I became into like uh, wanting to learn about stones and their healing capacities and like what stone is good for calming the nerves what stone is good for you know helping with uh, abundance in any aspect of life or love or just peace or anything so I just naturally started uh, learning about stones and I made um, my first piece from my jewelry class which was like a hand crocheted Pearl necklace, which you could definitely see on foxymermaidboutique.com. Um, and I wore it. It wasn't even like I was making it to sell it, I was wearing it. And I had mm-hmm. probably wasn't the first day that I wore it, people in the grocery store, people at Sephora, people at the little French bakery. People at my husband's restaurant, like, so many people commented on the necklace where I was like, huh, I wonder if, like, I love jewelry, making things, it's, like, so therapeutic, and I love working with these stones, so, you know, that's kind of where the company came from. And then, you know, to start these stores and stuff online, you have to have a marketing background, which I did for music, and then a promotion background, which I did for music. And um, I took the photography classes and, you know, did a lot of photography while I was down in the Caribbean and did some photography even in L.A. when I was uh, still working in music. I worked with, you know, a couple of artists. So, right, I, like a culmination of everything. Yeah, it was a culmination of everything, and it just kind of worked out so organically that I couldn't even believe it. That like, how did I get here? But the journey was so obvious in retrospect. Right. So, yeah, that's that's my story, okay, and I that's love my for Mother's Day. I love what you did. What's that?
0: I saw what you posted uh I believe it was
1: Mother's this Day This week
0: yeah you had like a Mother's Day um the gold piece that you have posted on Instagram Oh yeah yes
2: yeah. so, so also thank you so much so also I curate a lot of vintage pieces so on on top of like making stuff I'm also you know a a collector and like kind of like a historian of vintage pieces, especially like from Paris. Um, yeah. So like your Christian Lacroix and your V can relate. Along, um, because I, saw I know that. that yeah, YSL, some Chanel, some mm-hmm. Edouard Rimbaud. Um And I'm really particular about like what pieces I even put up on the site. I mean, it has to be a representation it can't just be like because it has this marking on it i'm going to list it it's because i feel something about the piece and anytime somebody buys something i'm like oh man that's going out the door but that makes me feel good that somebody is actually getting something that i love so much so every piece is like heavily curated from whether it's vintage or if i make it it's something that i completely stand behind and would wear with pride and you know if I could have duplicates of them all and keep them in my jewelry personal jewelry I would you know I hold on to some and I share with the people who also like to you know indulge in this kind of stuff because it's hard to find I mean, yeah. I think like the 80s isn't that long ago but in time like trying to find things that actually are really still nicely intact and you can still wear and brings back like such a great nostalgic feeling is, you know, there's a, there's a lot of effort that goes into, you know, finding the piece, like the perfect pieces too. And I love that. I'm I'm always up for a good hunt. so.
1: So. So we actually met at the place where we worked out together, you and I, uh, we yes. did yoga and spin at the same place. And ever since I've known you, you have included self-care in your life. You know, working out, um, you definitely know how to take time, I think. Um, do you think that um, the role of, you know, taking care of yourself and self-care helped to create the space for you to be able to, you know, almost subconsciously, you know, study photography, then get into, jo- like, your st- Your jewelry is stolen, triggers a passion or a new desire to learn about making jewelry. Do you think that, you know, movement or your respect of self-care helped to create the space for you to tap some of those places within yourself, or do you just think that's just the way life is?
2: You just go from one phase to another. I definitely feel that movement and the concerted effort of self-care have everything to do with my journey. I have always been a person that is ultra sensitive but tough. So, you know, that combination is you're at two ends of the of the spectrum. Like yeah. if somebody is like I feel nervous, I feel anxious, like I can almost take on their their physical energy. And I and then imagine what that is like when you're dealing with yourself. So I've always taken time to like pull back from situations. Um Even if I felt a little peer pressure or whatever to like go to a party or, you know, especially like Venice in the early days, I remember used to remember people would be like, I don't know if Nikki's going to come because sometimes yeah. I really needed to that take time for myself so I could right. be, you know, a functioning person in society as opposed to just pleasing everybody and then being like holed up in my apartment, rocking back and forth. Cause it's just too much. Like yeah, I, I, I have always just had this innate quality that, you know, I have to put myself first in order to be able to give, mm-hmm. um, to to others and self-care is so important and it should never be thought of as, you know, a selfish act. It should be something that's super important and especially leaving, you know, a large majority of the music industry. I wish more people would adapt that philosophy however it works for them. Because yeah. as fun as working in, like, these fields are, there's a lot of people who have mental health issues or just can't. They don't put themselves first. They put the artist first. They, you know, yeah. put put themselves last. And then they find themselves, you know, in these terrible situations. And I've just known too many people whose lives have been lost, whether, you know, it was stress. Induced or they've taken their own lives to like it's just terrible, and I really wish a lot more people would say whatever I mean, whatever works for the individual, but I really wish people would treat self care as important as taking a shower, waking up, brushing your teeth, putting on your clothes like it's so important to to even stretch or meditate or talk to a therapist or talk to a friend, travel, like whatever it is. There's no like rhyme or reason as to what you should be doing. It could it could be something totally enjoyable. It doesn't have to be like I'm going to, yeah. you know, not talk for 10 days and, you know, whatever. It's just taking care of yourself is so important. And I definitely – it was such an important part of my journey. Probably the most important part, because if you're not, if I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't function well. So, in order to be able to produce on anything, I have to have some sort of um, inner peace. Right. You know, in this crazy world where I can sort of like put on my Wonder Woman armor and like. Uh-huh ping things away from me because i feel like good within myself or good enough and it's a work in progress i can have the most amazing monday and then tuesday is a whole new day and i need to recenter and regroup you know it's 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 a never-ending journey so so where do you find your
1: uh, movement coming from now are you still into yoga and spinning or are you doing different things now
2: I go in phases. Um, I I like s- spinning and y- yoga. I do a lot of yoga in my house. I don't necessarily uh, I still know that routine from uh, the workout studio where we met. So I <laughs> incorporate that oh, routine yeah. in with, with some other moves. Um, and then I do having a dog was like one of the best decisions I've ever made. I always say, like, who rescued who? So just we go on, like, three or four mile walks, and I'll listen to meditations as opposed to, like, the radio and, you know, just seeing how happy and in the moment my puppy is kind of makes me after, you know, walking for so long, like you find your rhythm, you, you're in your moment, there's no no place else to be but where you are. So that has helped tremendously. And then I do Pilates and I do um, a new workout called Sproing. And it's a high-intensity interval training. So oh, I love you do train. like, yeah, you do like 20 minutes of jogging in place and then you rest and then, I mean, 20 seconds. And then, you know, just alternate to to keep me um, engaged because sometimes my mind will wander. So, yeah, I definitely am very active. I have to be. It, I feel like if I can feel my blood moving around and myself right. rejuvenating and like... I feel sore in places I didn't even know that I had muscles. Like, I feel alive. So uh, yeah, that's
1: what I'm going to do right after we finish our podcast. Nicole's little complex here is a gym. I'm going to head over to the gym. Do you, and I find that when, like, I'm working out, that's where a lot of inspiration comes from. Where do you find the inspiration for your jewelry? You know what I mean? Where, how, do you see it? Do you draw it ahead of time? Do you just sit down? Like, how does that all play out?
2: I'm just a doer. Like, I kind of, as much as I am, like, cerebral and, like, think of things, when it comes to creative stuff, I just kind of do it. Like, I sit down and say, I'm going to work with abalone today. Abalone and maybe some pearls and see what I come up with. And I have my little board. And, like, I just kind of make it in in the moment. Um, now, that comes after a lot of test runs and practices and like honing the craft because you can't just sit down and be like, I'm going to make an amazing piece of jewelry. But as I continue to make more and more, like I go through phases of like, I'm going to make something statement or I'm going to make something streamlined or I'm going to make, that's probably the most um, specific I get. And then I just kind of sit down and say, I think this will look cool with that and this color combination or I'm just going to make a real plain strand. Um, Yeah. And if it's not working, I'll just go back in and rework it. But uh, I definitely just kind of have always been just a doer and then I learn as I go or I figure it out as I go.
1: If you had to give advice to someone who's thinking about, you know, maybe a career trade change or bringing passion into their workplace equation or narrative, what what would you say to them?
2: I would say depending on your personality type, really take inventory of the things that make you happy versus the things that are driving you to change. So you know, sometimes change can come in small forms, or it can come in big, bigger challenges. So, like, for me, mine was, you know, I didn't know where photography was leading me. I didn't know where my move to the Caribbean was leading me. I didn't know. They just kind of all fell into place. So, you know, it was also a faith-driven passion experience. Mm -hmm. But have faith in your your inner voice and trust that your body or your mind is telling you that you want to have a change and live more passionately for a reason and then really figure out like the certain aspects of things that you love that you do like if you love working with people or you want to figure out how to work from home like whatever it is that you want to do you know just really take inventory and figure out like it doesn't all have to be figured out at once it's it's kind of cool going through the process especially looking back on it sometimes it's super challenging you know during during the time so also yeah, keep that in mind too. Like, it's going to be challenging because tapping into your passions and really making yourself happy are not, is not definitely something that correlates directly with work in your mind. So, a lot of people right. don't necessarily think, like, I'm going to do something that I love for work or that I'm passionate about for work, but you definitely can. And it seems like the people that do that, are at least on the journey to trying to live the best life that they can for themselves and just never apologize for wanting to have change and passion regardless of what it is in your life. As long as it makes you happy, that's the most important thing and everybody else can fall into place as they may. And just also keep your circle tight and keep it, uh, the people that really have your trust and vice versa, yeah. and that are supportive, because there can be a lot of naysayers that can try to throw you off your path or give give you that self-doubt in a time when you really need, like, all of the positive reinforcements yep. you can get, which is different than somebody giving you constructive criticism, so True, but you, know, also you don't have to really...
1: Something- that most of us are prepared for, because you think that when you're passionate about something and you share that with other people, they'd be like, "Yay, I'm so happy for you. But a lot of times you just get people being like, have you really thought about this? Like, what about, you know, they just point out all the, the things that you've probably already thought about. And sometimes we have to agree to like take risk and our idea of like, I recognize that downside, but I still want to move forward. Doesn't need to be accepted by people that love us or care about us. And I think that that for me was real confusing. It's been a big part of why I did my TEDx about cultural collision because, you know, some of my ideas were butting up against my culture. Although I expected people to be happy for me, that wasn't really
2: what I was experiencing. Right. Right. And then you have to figure out like, your circle can kind of become smaller, but I think that, Is not necessarily a bad thing um, because it's about quality, not quantity. And, you know, just having those excellent people who they don't, nobody has to 100% get your journey, but, you know, just be somewhat of a, you know, a supportive person. I don't want to be around somebody who's like, Oh, you can't do that. I don't, you know, I believe anybody could really do mostly anything if they put their mind to it. So, you know,
1: yeah, I mean, I I in,
2: I mean yeah. just, you
1: know, talk about overcoming odds. You know, my life is based about putting your mind to something because at the end of the day, which is what I really started with, like, yeah, eating the way I eat definitely a hundred percent contributes to my life, you know, exercising contributes to my life. But at the end of the day, it's keeping my mind right, you know, allowing for those Tuesdays when you just want to stay in, allowing for the freedoms to be like, I only have to answer to myself and be true to myself. Um, and that alone is that, you know, when people in your circle are with you or not with you because they have to let you be you.
2: And that's mm-hmm. one of the things I have always loved about you so much is you've always let me be me and that's why and vice versa I would like yeah. to think and I think that that's why um this relationship has flourished for so long and we've always you know checked in with each other and um and with Nikki as well you know yeah. I'm so proud and of her and her music career and really following her passion. And, and I mean, books yeah. for the next 30 days. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's insane. It's pretty,
2: pretty crazy.
1: Cause Nikki does have a, a small day job. So she literally works during the day for a couple hours, comes home and goes right back out pretty much every day. Yeah. And then I teach on Monday
0: and Tuesday, but you know, I just, I could I, I look at what happened last
1: night. Tell them about your or no? I guess you might. What? Yeah, <laughs> you you you. She, she thought she was booked till midnight, and she was only booked till eleven. And they're like, you can leave. Like you're only booked till eleven. And she's like, no. Like I want my hour. And she's like, I love my job so much that I well, was. Well, of course upset. the
0: band the band had a lot to
1: say about that. Yeah, but like- you that's what the whole thing was that you love your job so much that. The it's thought of true. singing an hour less really instantly struck a chord with you, you know.
0: Right. No, it's good to love what you do, and I think you know I, the hardest part of you know being in my last year of my twenties, you know, um, and approaching my thirties rapidly is I've been thinking like, wow, man, I don't, I don't go out, I don't have friends. What's going on with me? And it's like, no, I do. Like you were saying, like it's it's quality over quantity. The few friends that I do have, they may not. You know, I have a few friends that live here. um, You know, most of my friends, it's long distance and we touch base and check in with each other and keep in touch. And um, it's really important to have those few supportive people, you know, like you guys were saying, because um, that's what I'm realizing now. It's, you know, getting out of the, you know, college-y, post, you know, young adult, all that stuff phase into, you know, Really adulting and just working nonstop. You don't have time. You know, I can't do stuff on a Friday and Saturday night and go out to happy hours and do all these things that my, you know, friends are doing. So um, I completely get what you're saying about having like support from just a few people and, and yeah, how, how big
1: that is. It really is. It really is. But I also want to talk about, I really believe that once you finally decided, um, that you were just going to take a step back and do an inventory, you know, with the move and everything. I feel like, you know, and at least for me personally, the things that I've, you know, watched is I think that created the space for you to find the love of your life as well, which happened
2: in like the Absolutely. the weirdest way. In the weirdest way. Like I've always been Career 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 mm-hmm. self sustaining yeah. independent woman, how do I maintain this? I don't need this i you know I grew up, you know unfortunately, my father passed away when I was fifteen, so um and my parents were still together, so there was something you know within there that I just saw my mom always be like so you know on point and badass and just taking care of the everything that she needed to take care of on her own from like a really influential age and you know we are you know definitely influenced by our parents and mm-hmm. i i'm so proud of her and
1: she oh, yeah. you know
2: took on a, a you know a terrible situation and handled it like you know a rock star but at the so that's kind of the my philosophy was like as long as I have my career together, everything will fall into place. And it was so crazy that at the point where I was the most like up in the air about my career, am I going to stay in music? Am I going to do photography? Jewelry really wasn't even a something that I was thinking about at the time. But I was just going through the motions and kind of felt so uncentered in that place, that it actually let mm-hmm. me release all of the pressure that I always put on myself about career. Because mm-hmm. uh, I would be like, I don't, a man, I like, I picked some doozies in the past. Like, I needed a break. So, the, a man was the last thing that I thought that I was even looking for. But, like I said, my little. Puppy Dylan is who rescued who he yeah. ran up to my husband and he found him and introduced us in a in a way and you know we locked eyes, and it was like that's all she wrote. it was like okay, now I right. see how this can happen, you know, so I really had my guard down in a way that allowed me to welcome in, like, a healthy um, love and a healthy relationship. Because if you're too focused on career to the point where it's, like, make it or break it, there's not a lot of other time to present, like, the, the real you that thrives outside of you know working I'm not a one dimensional human being but I was functioning as one so you know it allowed me to have more dimension and just open my life up so much that I feel it's not just about like oh I found my husband but I found an amazing friend I found um, an a companion a a partner who actually you know is super supportive and uh, that's amazing you know yeah. encourages it's my
1: down in ways, all I know. yep i have his little i have your hat <laughs> and it rides with me in my car they gave me a hat and yeah I got a little little piece of that marriage in my car for the whole tour
2: yay. Well, we want you to have a little piece when you came here, we wanted to and you left a uh, piece of you behind here too, and you definitely helped with my mom a lot. So Well vice versa.
1: the mom's a special lady. Well this yes. has been like super great, right? Yeah, this has been
0: amazing. Thanks for coming on, Nick. And so good to talk to you. And I I gotta I gotta check out Foxy and Boutique and get myself some stuff. Where can we where can we find that?
2: You can find it, uh, most simply you can find it on uh, www.foxymermaidboutique.com and that will direct you to the e-commerce page and to Etsy. And mm-hmm. you can also link to my Instagram at, um, at @foxymermaid_boutique uh, to see the latest and the greatest of what we have in and kind of our process behind, you know, what you see, you know, in our inventory. And, um, yeah, definitely check it out. It's, awesome. it's fun. It's There's a lot of, like, history in there and then there's a lot of stuff made with love. But it's all curated with uh, the best intentions.
0: Well, that's the best part. Well, thank you so much, and hopefully, I get to see you soon. Do you have any plans to come visit the LA area anytime soon?
2: I I always find myself there like every three months, so I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, I was just there for uh, a wedding, but I had to go north to uh, north of Santa Barbara to wine country. Oh, nice. Sure so there. I. Uh, Santa Ines. How nice. Yeah, I'm so it was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so the, the next time I come to LA. Hmm?
1: Was that for the wedding?
2: Yeah, that was for the wedding. Uh huh, so I thought. Yeah, it was awesome. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, the next time I come to LA, I need to like actually be in LA so I flew into LA but I technically was like in the Santa Barbara area the last time so I would say probably by like July and when I come I definitely am gonna come check out your show wherever oh, you're playing like
0: you anyway and just grab lunch or something
2: well that's great. always an option well I love... so cool. you,
0: you have a great week this week and a great weekend and thanks for being on our show. Yeah, thanks so much for well, the inspiration. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, Of course, anytime. I would love to have you back, too. Let me know when.
2: I would love to All do right. it. All right,
0: Nikki, have a great day. And everyone else, enjoy your week. And we'll talk to you again next Saturday at 10 a.m. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks, Nikki.
1: Take care. Ciao, ciao. Ciao,
2: ciao.